everybody and welcome back to Pregnancy Prep, my podcast about pregnancy, labor and delivery and everything that comes next. I'm Ainsley Kirkpatrick, I'm your host. I did recently receive an email from a wonderful fan um, describing that I'm speaking quite quietly and every time my podcast comes on she has to really crank the volume. So I am going to try to um, alter that for this episode. I'm going to try my very best to be very loud and clear and see if I can um, change things in the editing. But if you ever have anything like that that you'd like to reach out to me about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram, ainsleyk.rmt.doula, or um, with my email, like this client or <laughs> this listener did. Um, and so my email is a kirkpatrick.rmt at gmail.com and I'll list all of that in the show notes because I know spelling is an issue (laughs) so all of the correct spelling for the ways to reach out to me will be in the show notes um let's just jump right into it today's episode is about the APGAR test and for anyone who doesn't know the APGAR test is a scoring system that assesses newborn babies at one minute postpartum and at five minutes postpartum so these are little tests that the medical health professionals will be doing right after the baby's born they're going to do one at one minute and one five minutes later the things that the APGAR tests are going to be scoring for and assessing are your heart rate or the baby's heart rate breathing, muscle tone, reflexes, and skin color. The scores are between a zero and a two for all five categories, meaning that 10 would be the highest possible score that a baby could receive. The APGAR test was developed by an American um, physician. She was an obstetrical anesthesiologist and a medical researcher, and her name was Virginia APGAR. She developed it in 1952 Um, and she wanted to qualify the effects of the OB anesthesia that was being given to the moms during that time and to see the effects on the baby from the drugs being transferred through the placenta from the mom to the baby. Um, keeping in mind at this time in 1952, uh, labor practices in the hospitals were different than they are now. And um, mothers, a lot of times, were medically being um, put under uh, for the babies to be born. So there was no epidurals and things like that. So the, um, the effects of the drugs on the infants going through the placenta would have been more than what we experience today. But the, uh, the scoring system did prove to be effective. Um, and so it, it does continue. The practice does continue today, even though... Um, the practices of actually delivering a baby and the medicine used are different. Um, I'm going to first go over just the chart, just like the basic chart that the healthcare professionals would have. Um, For heart rate, an infant would score zero if they had no heart rate. They'd score one if the heart rate was below 100 beats per minute. And then they would get a two if their heart rate was above 100 beats per minute. For breathing, score of zero if there's not no breathing at all, score of one if it's slow or irregular, and a score of two if the breathing is good. For muscular tone, if the baby's limbs and muscles are limp and loose, you get a score of zero. If there is some flexing in tone in the arms and in the legs of the baby, there's a score 
one, and they would score two if they're actively moving and flexing their arms, their hands, their feet, all of that. For reflexes, if there's no reflex response um, when stimulated, then the baby would receive zero. If the baby grimaces or frowns when being stimulated, then they get a score of one. And if the baby vigorously cries when stimulated, they get a score of two. And then for color, on the chart it says if they are blue or pale, they get a score of zero, and that would be their whole body. If the body uh, is pink, but the hands and feet are blue, that's a score of one. And if the entire body starts to pink up pretty quickly, then that's gonna be a score of two. Um, so like I said, they did continue with using this APGAR scoring test for all newborn babies at one minute and at five minutes. Um, but they ended up coming up with a mnemonic device for it. So um, it's appearance, pulse, grimace, activity, and respiration. So heart rate, breathing, muscle tone, reflexes, and color. Um, they're all included in that. Um, before I get into it and kind of dive into each uh, individual one, I would like to say right away for appearance, for color, that um, I tried to look into different ethnicities and different races and how the APGAR test would be adjusted for that. And I found very little information. Um, so I am going off the research that I was able to find that was available to me online. Um, but from my perspective, it very much seems to be centered around Caucasian infants. Um, but that's just what I had access to online. Um, which is unfortunate, um, but hopefully we're getting into times where we can have a better scoring system um, depending on the ethnicity of the child. So before we get into a little description, um, I'll say this again at the end, but I just want to say now, especially if you've never heard of the APGAR scale and you're about to be a brand new parent for the first time, um, this is the way that the medical healthcare professionals are judging how an infant is transitioning from being in the womb to being out in the world and on their own. Um, the score is not indicative of how the baby is going to be through their life at all. Um, it really is just for that moment to indicate if further measures need to be taken um, to help the baby along in a certain category. Um, so don't panic if they score low. Don't think that that means they're off to a rough start and are destined to have issues throughout their life. That's absolutely not the case, okay? So we are gonna start with A, appearance. Um, they are looking at the skin tone. They are looking for pink uh, and for blue. So they want it to be pink and they're searching to make sure there's no blue in the fingers and the toes or in the body. Um, the blood isn't going to get that oxygen until the baby takes its first breath and the baby's skin is going to turn more pink once the oxygen is in their blood. And so if the medical healthcare practitioners were looking at the baby 
and a lot or some of the baby was still blue, that would indicate that there's an issue with getting that first breath and with getting the oxygen into the blood and through the baby's body. Um, for pulse, what they're looking at is the baby's heart rate. The baby's ability for its body to pump blood, oxygenated blood, through the body. And so you want a heart rate that is more than 100 beats per minute. Grimace, they're looking at the baby's reflex. And that's going to be done um, during the suction, which is what they do when babies are first born, just to help clear out their lungs so that they can get that first successful breath. Um, because, again, they weren't breathing on their own while they were in utero. When they were in the mother's womb, they were getting their oxygen through the mom's blood, through the umbilical cord, through the placenta. So their lungs have fluid in them and need to be cleared. Um, and sometimes they have issues doing that on their own. So during that suction process, um, they're looking for the grimace. So they're looking for a frown, a cry, or a big cough. They're also looking for activity, muscle tone, movement. You're going to get, like I mentioned, a zero if there's no movement. If there's some arm and leg movement, you'll get the one. And if the baby is moving and flexing their whole entire body, then you're going to get the two. And then respiration, um, that's going to be determined by the cry. You want that big first cry. Um, so if there's no cry by the first minute, they're going to get a zero. If they're just doing like a little whimper, a little cry, you'll get the one. And if you've got a really loud, powerful cry, then you get the two. Um, the average score at about a minute mark that they're looking for is somewhere between an eight and a nine. Um, if you get above a seven, that just means that routine care is needed, that there's nothing at this point that they're nervous about. The baby is adjusting well, coming from in utero, from the womb, out into the world and is doing okay. If you're getting lower than a seven, then there might need to be more intervention from the doctors and then they would be looking at where the score was low. Between a four and a six score, the baby is most likely going to need assistance breathing. And then under a four would prop, prompt intervention. Um, but again, it would completely depend on which scores they were lower on. Um, this is gonna get reevaluated at the five minute mark. And then if there was an issue, if you had scored kind of below the seven there, um, it's going to continue every five minutes until they're satisfied or if they know that the issue has been resolved. Um, and always just remember, like I had mentioned just a couple minutes ago, most babies who receive a low score at birth go on to be happy and healthy babies. Um, a slightly low score is really common if you had a high risk pregnancy if the labor ended in a c-section if there was a complication in the labor and it was really complicated or if the baby was born prematurely um, the test is not designed to predict baby's long-term health behavior intelligence or personality it's just to help the medical team assess how the baby's adjusting from the womb to the outside life um, it's really just letting them know if immediate care is needed 
Um, and you know what? That's actually all I have for the Apgar test. The uh, only thing that I, I really was upset about, like I had mentioned, was um, for appearance, um, looking for the pink and blue. Um, obviously is easiest in Caucasian babies, um, and that's why all the research is about them. Um, but one thing I remembered hearing um, was that if the baby is a different race and they have darker skin and it's harder to tell if they're pink or if they're blue is to look at their nail beds to look at their nails because um, at that part of the body you are going to see a clearer pink or a clearer blue regardless of what their skin color is um, so I just thought that, that was worth mentioning um, but yeah the APGAR test is just the test that's going to be done right after the baby's born. It's nothing to be worried about. It's completely routine. And a lot of parents don't ever even hear what the baby gets scored on because it's not important for you to know unless something's wrong. And then you'll be informed and, and then the issue becomes what the, the problem was, not the score itself. Um, so today was a really, really short episode. Um, I'm recording a bunch back to back today. So, um, if I have another one that's quite short, I might release two of them on one day. Uh, kind of just depends on how everything pans out. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions, if you have any topics that you just don't know anything about and you think they're silly and you're afraid to ask, please just message me or email me. I'd be happy to answer them for you, do all the research for you and make an episode about it. Because I promise me, I promise you, if you have that question and you're thinking about it, somebody else is too. That's the whole point of this podcast is to just help you guys feel prepared for the steps that are coming up next, okay? Have a wonderful afternoon, night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you guys next week. (music) 